0: talks fantasy and sci-fi. I'm your host, Arinda, and today we are talking about The Inheritance Circle with Cameron Sullivan. The Inheritance Circle is a trilogy of a young adult high fantasy novel written by the American author Christopher Paolini. Set in the fictional world of Allegacia, the novel is focused on the adventures of a teenage boy named Eragon and his dragon Sephira as they struggle to overthrow the evil king Galbatorix. I really love this series, as well as the books as the movie. It's a great story and a lot of adventure. To me, like Harry Potter, Dragon Doomer, and Lord of the Rings, I like to read this series every year at least once. There were two big shocks for me, that Bron was Aragorn's father, and that Aragorn and Sephira were not the last dragon riders. I love the characters Aramis and gladder Today we're doing a little difference because of the time difference I sent some questions to Cameron and he will answer them and give his own vision of this fantastic fantasy novels.
1: So this is Cam Sully from the JURS podcast. Thank you for having me on the show. So long story short, I did tend to read a few of those Air Gordon books I read first one all the way through, then I read either the second or third one, and that's where it lost me. It was a fun bit of escapism, kind of contemporary, if for lack of a better word. The film was fine in its own right, For but it wasn't as deep because they cut out all the deleted scenes, so I thought, you know, when I saw all the reports of everyone acting like he, The author was derivative of Lord of the Rings it's like yeah a lot of fantasy authors are they were always imitating that if not Game of Thrones or Conan the Barbarian so I think you could overall make the argument that this is a book and a film that deserved better but unfortunately because there's a lot of people who like to just pigeonhole and nitpick everything that wasn't working for it I don't even know what kind of audience it's for that being said I wasn't able to get into some of the later books, so I think he kind of had some flash of ideas and then kind of after a while kind of ran out of them. so it'll be interesting to see if he tries to start a whole entirely different franchise or if he just stays in that corner, but thank you for having me on the show, and...
0: So because of the record of Cameron was a little short, I am going to tell you what I really like about this Inherited Circle of Christopher Paulini. The last time I checked, and I, when I did a little research on the web about the Inherited Circle, I came across that he had written another book uh, of this fantastic series. Although that was a little bit of a surprise. And talking about surprises, he surprised me with... And that was a little annoying, to be honest. I thought it was at the last page of the second last page of the first book. Or second book. I can't remember. But he surprised and revealed really that... Aragorn wasn't the last dragon rider. And to um, meeting Oramis and Glatter, that was a big surprise because I couldn't think about that there would be another dragon rider. So it was very nice to know that Aragorn and Sephira would have some kind of a mentor. And I really love Aramis and Gladder. I see them as the teachers, uh, and also in other fantasy stories or dragons, I always kind of hope that there will be a mentor like Aramis and Gladder. Um, maybe you asking yourself why do you love that series so much? Um, well, you know, I love fantasy. And I write fantasy, especially with dragons and dragon riders, but also the whole, all the tropes you think, see in and read in, it's just nice to read and to go to a totally different world. And I must say, um, another surprise uh, in the series is that Brom is the father of Aragorn and never in a million years I thought we would learn a little bit more about Aragorn and his background and his family of course we know uh, that he's been brought up by his aunt and uncle and he lived there and worked the the land etc etc the other thing I really like is that there is the trope, of course, and it's an obvious trope. Uh, good fears bad. And Galbatorix, who demands and dominates the Razaks, but also his black dragon, he forced that black dragon to uh, serve him. And I always... And a way hated that. But I do think it's it's nice to see and read that this good face bad is also the mention of light Fae as dark. You can see that in the magic as well. What really is uh, still a very mystery for me is the elves in this series. It's... We know the physical beings of elves, normally strong, very royal-like, very majestic, and very intelligent, etc. Uh, We meet his female elf friend, who also, the reason was that he smuggled into Galbatorix. Castle to free her. I can't remember her name, sorry. But she is also um, the one I think he has a crush on. And later in the books, you see little. I don't know want to say flirtatious, but there is something there. I do love the other cultures in uh, the whole thing and the whole battle. Against Gobstoric's and uh, how he write and describe the land of Alagia and the people in it, and uh, also the bond between Dragonrider and Rider. But gosh, you have to forgive me in the way of um, it's been a little while. I have read. All of the the books so forgive me for it um so I do think there is being a big role also for his cousin who eventually tried to escape for the call of duty of being uh, in the army for Galbatorix and oh what's his name I can't remember his name, okay, but he was very skilled with a hammer. and he had a nickname. He eventually joined the troops of uh, the resistance and very later on, Aragorn meet him again on one of the battlefields. And I love their brothership. And like more friendship that they have. So I think that is it's nice to see too that they're so strong in family but also strong in the friendship they got. And that will help them in battle. So there's one thing we still need to talk about and that is the dragons. I really love the dragons in this series and also it's not only, and that's what I really love to take this trope as well I don't see the dragons as wrong but more like those are magical creatures who are very wise but also and that's what we have to bear in mind you don't own a dragon, you live and fight with a dragon so, you never can own a dragon. So, what Cabotorix is doing is very, very wrong. And the way he has been treating those dragons, it's... And I must say, it reminds me of the movie of Dungeons Dragons, also starring Jeremy Irons. And... He played Profion in that movie, and so Profion is a very wrong wizard who wants to claim uh, the magical staff to dominate and own the red dragons. So every time I talk about, of read about Gobstroggs, it reminds me of Profion. I must say that, and what I really, really love about it is that if we, coming back to the elves, I was forgetting um, the mystical thing of the elves in this series is you don't ever meet them with some background so we know Aragorn's elder friend is also a princess and they will be talking a little bit about her mother and i always got the feeling that her mother was had no emotions like Vulcans do and she punished she punished her daughter a lot and i never liked that so again when we talk about elves i have to think about the elves from lord of the rings for example they are more a little bit more open about how the how who they are and what they do and what they think and I thought Christopher Paulini could do that a little bit better and now I must say I now I'm going to gonna read the books again because <laughs> now I'm curious again how uh, that that's the crazy thing about I have... I'm doing a fancy writing course, and now I'm reading books like a fancy writer. So it's really crazy sometimes how you read it as a fan versus how you read it as a fancy writer. So in one way, I can understand Christopher Paulini in how he writes, how he uh, developed his story, etc., etc. Sometimes I would. Do different. I mean things differently. Because. um, Like I said. Some things you. He could. Write it. A little better. But okay. I'm not. uh, Going to argue. With that long. Because. He is a published. Writer. And. I do publish my stories. But not. Of making money. Of it or whatever. So. We also. Have to talk about Mortak. Mortak's brother? Yeah, I thought it was his half-brother of Aragorn. And, but, Galbatorix was his father. And, of, was that one of these wizards? No, it was Galbatorix. And Mortak had a big scar of his father, so... And I'm sorry if I'm wrong with this because like I said it's been a long time ago I uh, read the books but uh, Mortok is a character that I say I was hoping so much that he would be good and join Aragorn in the fight again with Galbatorex and but it wasn't Galbatorix used him as a pawn in one way that was really shocking because uh, in one way you always hope this would be like uh, standing up against your father with your own brother but now it was you fight against your brother and there were some things that I was thinking okay it's a really complicated story and especially what I said between Mortek and Aragorn and I also think Mortek was. He had two faces. Well, two faces, maybe it was more like. Um, and I don't know this, but um, in one way, I think he had two faces. In the other one hand, I think it was he was so ma- manipulated by Galbatorix that he's, Man. quote, spied, end quote, on Aragorn. And what happens? But, I do also think there was some severity because of what happened that first, he become friends with Aragorn, and they went to the resistance, and they captured him, and later on, meanwhile, there was a battle, and Mortar fought for the Alliance, or... Yeah, so it's, it's, it was very, very, no, I don't want to say confusing, but it was like, I was feeling, okay, this is a real bad changing of events. fans. In one way, I must say, yeah, in overall, I really like this series, and um, now I'm definitely going to read it again, and ordering the fifth book because I'm very curious about that if you really uh if you are interested in this series let me know and I can give you uh the titles uh of those five books yeah who knows what we are gonna expect in the future of Christopher Paulini? if you like this podcast you can like and subscribe on all the platforms You can also follow and comment on Podbean, Spotify and Google Podcast. On social media, the Facebook group, the Discord server and YouTube channel of Orenda Talks Fantasy and Sci-Fi. And on Twitter at OTFASP. Let me know what you think of this episode. In the next episode, we will talk about Stargate SG-1. I'm Orinda, and thank you for listening to Orenda Talks Fantasy and Sci-Fi. See you next time.